The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hello there. Obi-Wan Kenobi here, also known as James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan. Jedi Master Plo Koon. And many other characters in the world of Star Wars. You're listening to... Shh, don't tell. It's the Secrets of Star Wars. May the Force be with you. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force. I fear nothing. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Hi, I'm Andrew Hermes, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away. From movies to books to TV shows and more, we're looking at the deeper themes and meanings found in Star Wars. Today, we're not really going to do any of that. Um, we're going to have a little <laughs> bit of fun. <laughs> um, it's summertime, man. <laughs> yeah, it's summertime. It's summertime. <laughs> We're kind of in between shows, you know, Kenobi's over. So we're uh, basically thinking of what to talk about. Basically thought about this idea right before the show, right before the recording. But I think it's going to be fun. I think we, we'll be able to to cover some cool stuff. Um, and just, we're basically just going to talk about some summer ideas, activities that you can share with friends and family, um, especially those who might not be familiar with Star Wars or, or looking or who you're looking to coerce into uh, into the <laughs> fandom, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> or the, yeah. So, um, so we'll see where that goes. And joining me today is uh, Thomas Sandhurho. Hello, Thomas. Hey, it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, first off, you know, what, what, when I think of, especially when I think of like trying to get family into Star Wars, you know, I, I think of when when my wife and I were dating. Um, I like put on a thumb drive, the original trilogy and, and it was the, the theatrical versions of the original oh, nice. trilogy. So, so the, the original, original trilogy, original, original <laughs> trilogy. Yeah. Before George Lucas touched anything. Um, and you know, I think she, you know, she may have, she was like, maybe she remembers kind of watching Star Wars when she was a kid, like her older brothers maybe had it on, but she had, she was not really mm-hmm. familiar with Star Wars but she just knew that I was a huge fan and then that she would have to deal with me um, and uh, and kind of half joking, half serious. I was like, well, if we're going to if this is going to work out, you have to at least, you know, watch the original trilogy so we can you have to tolerate it. Yeah, you have to, you have uh, yeah. to sit through it with me at least once. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'd even make her do that. I'm like, you know, what? watch it on your own. I want I don't want to be, oh, nice. you know, I was like, I don't I, I don't want to do the thing where I'm like, I'm looking at you while you're watching it and you got to pretend like <laughs> oh, you're enjoying it. I'm like, what? Just watch it. And then we can talk about it. You know, being the amazing wife that she is now and the amazing woman she's always been, she, she agreed to it. She had an open mind and, uh, she is a Star Wars fan now. Um, and yeah, she, she definitely had her, I mean, it's obviously dated. The original trilogy is a little dated <laughs> yeah. and she had to deal with that. And then we were talking right before the recording. Luke is not the, 
Luke as a character is not always the type of guy that you can root for because he's yeah. makes all these dumb decisions. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, that's that's a that was a big barrier for for my wife getting into it when she was uh, growing up too. <laughs> yeah, and you know she kind of came away with like, it's like man, I still don't understand why the fandom is so big. But she's like, I get it. Like, I, she, 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 she was able to enjoy the movies at least. And then, then after that, it was like a lot of going to different cons. Well, basically, Com- San Diego Comic Con, uh, Wonder Con, and then just ex- being immersed into like the the whole cosplaying world you right. know, and all that sort of stuff. I, I went, I went one one year with her, dressed up as Luke. Um, so she got to experience all that. So now she's nice. fully, fully immersed and, and, and very, very, uh, sort of accepting of my, my fandom. That's good for, for me. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot similar where, um, you know, she'd watched them growing up because her older brother was into them and her older brother is, is very much in the same kind of vein as me. He was into D and D he was into fantasy, fantasy writing. He was into star Wars. And so he shared it with her and she, kind of was like okay what well, I, I i like it because my big brother likes it right and um and and then had nothing else to do with it and then she found me and she was like i was into anime that was the big thing that she didn't like about me when we, <laughs> we started dating she's like i don't know this guy's really into anime uh, <laughs> she told that like everybody she knew she was like is it okay that he's into anime and that i that, he, that he's still like an okay person <laughs> that's always a red flag for for women i don't it's, know why yeah. it's, it's hilarious i don't know why <laughs> and and um and because you know and, and, like the kind of anime that i'm into is not like you're you know running the anime i'm like into uh yamizaki and um the the like the like really <laughs> like super uh you know fantastical kind of stuff not not so much the like pop gu- uh, bubblegum kind of stuff that you watch sure. on tv normally or dragon ball z you know i, I watched dragon ball z but that was yeah. not like the anime that i would say i was like into right uh so you know with star wars i we, i started watching it with her and it wasn't really until we until we had kids and the kids started getting into it and then just the amount of stuff that's out there for it now and I think the where it really settled in for her was when we watched Rogue One and Rogue One did so much to kind of expand yes. the world of the original trilogy. And that really that that hit her in a way that it was like, oh, OK, it makes sense that you don't just watch these movies for the movie. You watch these movies for like all the other stuff that's not in the movie, like that never gets right. stated. And exactly. that was when she really got into it. Yeah, that had a similar experience. I mean, uh renita my wife that's a rogue one's her favorite movie um Mm -hmm. uh, out out of anything star wars so so yeah i think i think that was that's a good thing to point out it's like once you the original trilogy like i think is a good idea if you're gonna get people into it for the first time Mm -hmm. um i personally want to start with the prequels because there's (laughs) yeah you know there's there's obviously it's a different kind of dated you know it's like right (laughs) like we enjoyed it as you know when we were kids, because it was kind of made for us and then watching them now, we, we can see, you know, a lot of the, the flaws and, and, and whatnot. And, but the original trilogy kind of has like this timeless sort of thing going for it. And it's, right. and as we, and as before it came out before we were born. So we kind of know going in, like we have that expectation. Um, and it was, the, they were the first ones to come out. So. Yeah. And if you can get it on a big screen, that makes so much of a difference. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like this, this week, I actually, my wife was, my wife is awesome. And so she, she found us uh, $5 tickets to view Blade Runner 
on the big screen. Nice. And nice. Yeah, so we went last night and we did that. And I love that movie. I've never seen it on the big screen, but I love that movie. And sitting in a theater watching that movie, it, it is a completely different experience. And as much as I love the movie before going into the theater, I love it even more coming out of a theater having seen it. So, oh, sure. I, I, yeah. You know, Star Wars, the original Star Wars, if you get a chance, definitely take somebody to see it on the big screen. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, it's it's because Star Wars more than, you know, any other sci fi franchise is, is really, it really relies on the spectacle. And mm-hmm. um, and I, it's it serves the cinematic experience like so well. Um, and I mean, if we're talking about family and getting my daughter into star Wars, you know, getting to raise children, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and trying to like make them like everything that you like. <laughs> know, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was sort of, it was easy for me because, uh, since I, since I'm a star Wars fan and, I'm sure you can relate to this. I have a bunch of Star Wars stuff and toys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And one of the first things my daughter noticed when she was a baby, you know, I had this, you know, my wife got me this Porg toy uh, after, um, (laughs) uh, you know, know, after the first of the sequel trilogy, the first movies of the sequel trilogy came out and, uh, you know, it walked and it taught, you know, made the noises and uh, the pork noises and all that stuff. And she was just fascinated with it. So it, it slowly became her toy, you know, right. as everything else in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, what's funny is we, we, uh, I would refer to while Renita was pregnant, I would, I would refer to our baby as BB eight. We would call the, nice. we would call, yeah, we call the baby BB <laughs> and then it, it kind of evolved to BB eight. Um, and I actually have, this uh just chuck jones sketch that i got at comic-con one year when when renita was pregnant where he sketched uh her her baby bump as bb8 it's it's really cool that's awesome yeah that is really Um, cool yeah and i have this bb and uh, so i had this bb8 uh like toy that you can control like through an app um and you know my daughter became obsessed with that so Naturally, through, you know, I started with the toys and then when she got old enough, she started watching some of the animated stuff, some of the Lego yeah. animated stuff. And uh, and now she's a fan of, of Star Wars. Right. So it worked but, out. And I, I, think, I think that's I love that because I think that's something that a lot of people, you know, deride Star Wars for where they're like, oh, well, it was just made to sell toys. And it's like it's a kid's movie. You know, I mean, it it, it is. It's a great movie. Yeah. And it, and it's really even good for people who've grown up with it because a lot of the lessons that we learn with it stay with us. You know, like the 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 concept of calming your mind and of being present in the moment and not worrying about the the stuff that has happened or is going to happen. You know, Yoda's lines in uh throughout the the series, the original trilogy are so powerful for us that you know, having grown up with them because they, they've shaped a lot of the way that I've thought about stuff. So who cares if it sold toys, <laughs> you know, like it, <laughs> right, that, yeah. that it made me more invested in it. And then I wanted to come back and watch the movie again. Cause I wanted to play with the toys the way the movie was, you know, and, and so many people have gone on to do like really incredible things in video games and uh, other movies that because they've been so inspired by what industrial light and magic was when it, you know, cause it was nothing. I mean, it was just a bunch of guys basically that, Lucas yeah. gathered up and kind of worked out of a a, a barn essentially, <laughs> and that's and they made this phenomenal 
uh, culture changing uh, series of movies. Definitely. And I, and I think that's a sort of a good tip for getting people into Star Wars is like just meeting them where they're at is mm-hmm. if they're into video games, maybe introduce them to one of the games. If they, right. if, and, and if they're into the if they're into f- toys and figurines and or if they're a collector of any other uh, franchise, then, you know, maybe get into to that sort of, you know, part of the fandom. Mm-hmm. Start, I mean, if, there, if people are into the books, I mean, there's plenty of obviously there's a whole uh, legacy of, of Star Wars books that you can introduce. Um, so th- I think for for a franchise that's been around as long as Star Wars and, and as successful as it is, there's, there's really an entryway for, for anyone. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you can go, you can do, you you can go beyond like just holding people's eyes wide open and having them like, watch the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. this Yeah. You must (laughs) love this. Yeah. Um, and and, and I think too, you know, one of the things we have to be careful of as Star Wars fans is that we've, we've, I mean, especially me, like I can name every single ship that comes on the screen, right? I know, what is I know the difference between all of the variations on the TIE fighter as it as they come on the screen. I can tell you this is the TIE, fighter this is, the tie fighter. this is the TIE LN. This is the Defender. This is, you know, the bomber. I like, But that's because I've been in this since I was, you know, eight years old. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. we forget that and we start like, you know, just doing the jargon at, when we're talking about Star Wars and we forget sure. that it's it still is the, the themes that Star Wars has are universal, right? It's a coming of age tale. It's a tale of good and evil. It's a tale of redemption. And all of those things are really great parts of the movie that yes, there is this broader universe that it's part of, but don't feel like you have to like, don't, don't feel like a person watching it the first time is going to get all of those tiny little nuances that you've got on your 30th or 40th viewing of the movie. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it took me decades to finally, you know, play a Star Wars RPG. I mean, you, you kind of let mm-hmm. us into that. Right. So yeah, yeah. I never thought, so now, so now I'm into RPGs now, I guess, like now awesome. I'm into this <laughs> Star Wars RPG stuff. I can, I can now like try and D and D and get into that world if I wanted to. You so, go. you know, the, the options are endless. Um, so like we mentioned, it's, it's summertime. Um, and let's say, you're trying to think of some Star Wars themed activities. Maybe you have mm-hmm. family members that are already into Star Wars. Um, or at least if you can think of something everyone can kind of participate in with a Star Wars twist. Um, you know, what are some ideas? I know Thomas, you were you were you describe you were describing some before the recording, so oh, yeah. I wanted to really get into into what you, yeah, we, uh, you what you do with your family. A couple that that I think yeah. are a lot of fun and um so these are kind of DIY low barrier things to do. Kids love them regardless of, of what they are, uh, you know, regardless of whether they're star Wars fans or not, they're, they're a lot of fun. Uh, so one of, one of my favorites is uh pool noodle lightsaber fights. So you go to the dollar <laughs> nice. tree, you get a bunch of pool noodles, cut them in half, shove a PVC pipe up in them because they're, they're, you know, they're really floppy on their own. So they don't work out very well. And so yeah. you just shove a PVC pipe up They're, uh, soft enough that when a kid swings it, it's not going to injure anybody. Right. And if you're worried about mm-hmm. the, the noodle coming off, you can just duct tape it on real good and, and you're good to go. And they're bright colors. <laughs> so they look like lightsabers. And then you can have the kids fight, 
but it's even better if you get some of those foam pool balls and uh, you yes. play like like blaster deflection games, right? Where oh, you as the parent get to get the thing wet, throw it at the kid, and they have to deflect it with their lightsaber. <laughs> and, oh, and, and kids love genius. it. You know, it, it's yeah. a it's a ton of fun. Really cheap, uh, but they they get it. They get so into it. I mean, what kid has not used a pool noodle as as a sword anyway? <laughs> oh, I know. It's 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 made for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that. that yeah, that's the, I'm definitely going to do that with my daughter. That's a genius idea. Um, yeah, something something else you could do. I, you know, I live in San Diego, so I've I've been to San Diego Comic Con. That's sort of the big one, right? And and uh, but there are a lot of local conventions. Um, chances are you you're gonna you have a con that's that's nearby. You know, whoever's listening. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a cool experience, even if you're not into going to conventions or you're not like a huge fan, you know, of anything, you're just kind of a general fan. I think a cool experience is to, is to go to a convention. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of, especially the cosplaying aspects of a convention. Like I'm not a big cosplayer. Like I've done it a few times, but I just love seeing people dressed up and, yeah. and, and obviously star Wars people dressing up as star Wars characters are, are going to be a big hit at almost any con. Um, oh, yeah. and, and I just remember like the first time, you know, taking my wife when we were dating and, and, and her being immersed in that, like I mentioned before, and then getting to take my daughter at a very young age and just her seeing like these, you know, it, like these characters are not on TV anymore. Like, Oh, they're in real life. Right. Like, <laughs> it's they're like, really they're there, actually, yeah. yeah, they're there, they're tangible, you know? And, and, uh, it, it's really a cool it's a cool thing to see, especially if you have young children. Um, I, I really encourage people if you've never been to a con before, small or big, uh, I think it would be an, a cool experience just just to be able to to be around uh, folks who are really into it. And mm-hmm. um, and if you're not into the cosplaying stuff, I mean, there's chances are there's going to be some panels that might interest you so it's always good to like look at a look at a schedule of, of whatever con that that is around you and and see if there's any cons that uh, any panels that might interest you and uh it's something i really encourage because i i've i've gotten to obviously take my wife and my daughter and 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 have see their first con experiences and 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 now they, they're always looking forward to going to, to Comic-Con. Okay. And that's something my wife thought she would never say. <laughs> um, yeah. That's one, it's one my wife did. It, when we, yeah. She took us the first time she did it because she was like, you know, I know, I know my husband's into this stuff and, and he says it's cool. So we're going to go give it a shot. And we went and now it's every year we go. We, we, we go every year. She's yeah. buying the tickets as early as she can because uh, two, two things happened at that first con. First off, she saw how much the kids lit up, how excited they were about everything, how you know happy i was how like it's it's a con it's it's cool it's like local people are into stuff but then all of the the panels that you could go to were so good that she considers it just part of our homeschooling that we take our kids to go and experience these panels because they talk about behind the scenes stuff they talk about you know what it means to be a voice actor uh what it means to make props uh how how you got into a role 
uh, how you make costumes. We had one, this lady last year that was like, a, she's a costume maker and she couldn't tell us half the stuff she was working on because it was still yet to come out. And so oh, she was wow, like, yeah. I, I, if I could tell you about this, there was just this, this cool thing we did. And she, she was just like gush over the stuff that she got to work with and work on. Um, but she couldn't tell us what it was. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's the kind of stuff that's like, it's so cool to, for, for your kids to see that this is a real thing. Like it's not just this fictional thing that happens somewhere else, but that, yeah, you can get involved in it. And even, even in Tampa, you know, there's plenty of costuming opportunities that you can, that you can go into. There's plenty of like, you know, makeup for different kinds of things, uh, special effects stuff. So, you know, wherever you are, it's great to take your kids to these things because they pull in talent from all over the place. And a lot of times the talent that comes in, they're doing uh, the, the convention circuit. So, you know, they've got, they've got like two or yeah. three months out of the year, summertime where they just go to one con after another so they'll finish here and then they'll fly somewhere else and it's good because they've especially if you're later in the season it's really great because then they've honed their you know their talk down to this really nice package that they're gonna hand (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and so even if you're not really into like oh well i'm not really into meeting celebrities or anything like that there's going to those panels is incredible because that's that's me like i don't i i really honestly could not care less getting my picture taken with a celebrity it doesn't that that does just doesn't do it for me mm-hmm. but going and sitting and hearing them talk about their craft or hearing someone present about how they've engaged how they got into what they're doing and how they've stayed with it that is really incredible to me absolutely yeah so please yeah i we're both encouraging everyone listening yeah. to yeah just see if you don't there's... think it's your thing like yeah I, give it a shot <laughs> i can't emphasize that enough because like whatever i tell friends about like you know the the sort of con world that, that i'm into i'm like listen man you gotta just ex- make it a bucket list item like it, it, you should experience it at least once and then yeah. the the ones that have actually gone to do it have like it's it's a hundred percent success rate. They're all they're all into it. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's and it's you know it's much cheaper than you know trying to go to Disneyland or Disney World, <laughs> Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. You know if you want to take your young ones to see people dressed up as Star Wars characters, um, it's much more affordable. But if you can, if it's something you can make happen, I mean Galaxy's Edge is just. I, I mean, we, we've, uh, you know, father Andrew and I did a whole episode about this, about galaxy's edge. So, right. so look it up on SQPN. Um, it, it is, it's so impressive. I, I can't talk enough about how the, the great work that, I mean, Disneyland as a theme park is always impressive. Um, but like what they do with galaxy's edge, the, the sort of level of detail and, uh, rise of the resistance as a ride is just the, the most breathtaking and just, earth shattering theme park ride you'll ever go on. This is just far beyond any theme park ride you've ever, you've ever been on. Uh, if you do get the chance, even if, I mean, if someone's just like happy to be at, happy to go to Disneyland, which most people are like I, right. galaxy's edge <laughs> will be one of their favorite parts of it, even if they're not a star Wars person. So if that's something you can make happen, if you live close to the Southern California area or, or Florida, um, or if you can, you know, if you're the type of person that that's planning a trip to Disneyland or Disney World, that I mean, that's if you're really going to get someone in Star Wars, that's I think that would be a great chance for you to do it. And and I know summertime obviously is when a lot of people go. Um, so I really encourage you to and to do Galaxy's Edge right. If you're trying to ride Rise of the Resistance, 
you know, check the details on how to sometimes you do a virtual queue. Sometimes you, you, uh, mm-hmm. you got to wait in line early. So, uh, set yourself up for success. Um, if you're, if you're planning to go to galaxy's edge. Yeah. Distant queues are pretty good too. That's, that's the one thing I've, uh, you know, being here near Orlando, the difference between going to universal studios and going to Disney is, is tangible and universal is getting better, but Disney's really, it, it's amazing. Like you, you don't feel like you're waiting in line very long because they have all these systems where you can, you know, check in early. I think the, the, the new genie thing they got is pretty good where it, right. it tells you what's, what's available and you can register for it. And it doesn't feel like you're like rushing against a whole bunch of people. It feels kind of like a collective, like, Hey, everybody, this is the time where it's going to be best for your group to, <laughs> to get into this particular thing. Yeah. This is, yeah. Disneyland, they just, they, they know how to theme park. Like they, yeah, I, they I, same yeah. thing in Southern California. <laughs> it's universal studios. I've been to both and uh, here in Hollywood, uh, just north of us. And yeah, Disneyland just has it down. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, they, they really know what they're doing. And um, yeah, take advantage of the queues. Because uh, yeah, you might go. I've had people go and they're like, they didn't know about the virtual queue or, or whatnot. And they're like, they, could, yeah. they didn't even have a chance to go on Rise of the Resistance or, mm-hmm. or some of the other experiences. So, and then even just getting food, like you can order food beforehand I, right. I, uh, and and not wait in line to get food it's it's really a cool way to to do disneyland if you prepare and, the right and way check out some youtube channels because there are a ton of youtube channels that are dedicated to people oh, yeah. going to parks and they'll they'll walk you through how to do it they'll, they'll like they'll, they'll tell you the whole process they'll tell you what the best ways best times all that kind of stuff and um they're really good at it i wanted to close out before we before we move on to the to our next topic i wanted to close out with one more diy that that is really fun that is yeah. as goofy as i'll get out but it worked really well so you, you, you got to try this if you get a chance make your own kites and fly oh. them and you can do um you can do star wars themed kites and here, here's how you do it so you, you just get a, a trash bag preferably white so that it'll kind of blend in with the sky and dowel rods and you can look online and find some instructables for it. But then when you, when you do that, you can mark or color on the, um, on the kite on the bottom. So that it looks like an X wing or a tie fighter. And then think about it this way. You put the streamer on and for the streamer, you just tie on the color of blaster bolts that that ship would have ah, So green for the empire yeah. red for the, the rebels. And you can fly the kites and have battles by just putting your kite behind the other kite. Oh, and that's having so cool. the streamer come yes. out and, and try and shoot him. It's it's really neat. It's a lot of fun. And then, the, you know, the kites will fall and it's like, oh, you, your ship got knocked out of the sky. <laughs> you know, so but it, and it's goofy as I'll get out. But it really does. It actually does work. I'm No kidding. You, you should give it a shot and uh, and see because it, it's um it can be a lot of fun. And the kids, the kids will have a great time with it and, and you'll have a great time with it. Just don't steal the kite too often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I might do that. Um, but I'm definitely going to try that. That's that sounds amazing. Yeah. So I wanted to get into, uh, you know, another family f- friendly activity um, is like cooking or baking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas, I know you you mentioned uh, before before the recording that uh, you have a love of and a, a sort of a collection of, of Star Wars a collection of cookbooks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a couple as well. So so maybe maybe share some of your uh, your favorite recipes or, yeah, or books. I'm- I'm going to start with our with our the one that started us on this path of finding like themed cookbooks and stuff. We got this one for our kids. It's called the the Wookiee Cookie Cookbook. It's it's the Star Wars cookbook, but it's called Wookiee Cookies and Other Galactic Recipes. 
Yeah. And this is not a book for adults. It's a book for kids. And that, that's the real brilliance of this book is that it's, it's a book designed for kids to cook. And it has these fantastic recipes in it, like Moss Eisley morsels, Skywalker smoothies, uh, Greedo burritos, the Jabba <laughs> jiggle. And I, the Greedo burritos get a lot of use around here. Like that's one that, that our kids all know how to do and they can, they can do really well. And it's, it's like a basic burrito recipe, right? But it's, sure. you know, themed. Uh, they have Han burgers <laughs> and Obi-Wan kebabs. So uh it's it's good it's well bound it has it has seen a lot of use around our house if if you can see a picture of it it's it's falling apart like uh, the the insides are falling out uh because the kids love it and it's and it's great it's it, it's silly uh it has a lot of kind of internal references and jokes those are the best cookbooks the ones that like kind of use use the theme and and joke about what what's going on with it so uh yeah i highly recommend it it's star wars the star wars cookbook wookie cookies and other galactic recipes that is great. Um, yeah, I have, uh, speaking of, of Disney parks, um, I have the unofficial Disney parks cookbook is, is one of the ones I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there it has some of the recipes from galaxy's edge. Um, and a lot of the food at galaxy's edge was actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. it has a recipe here for blue milk. <laughs> <It's> also, <laughs> I, I much prefer the green milk. Um, ah. Yeah, yeah, they they do have a green milk recipe. I, I try. I haven't done it at home, but I tried it at the theme park, and it, I, in my opinion, tastes better than the blue milk. But um, if you want to try it out, you can make it at home. Um, but uh, yeah, they have the uh, at Galaxy's Edge. They have uh, Ronto wraps that are that are delicious because they, they they have this peppercorn sauce. I mean, just peppercorn sauce right away that that gets my attention. Um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's basically just a, it's a wrap with, uh, uh, it's like a pita wrap thing with, with, with sausage, but you can put your protein of choice in there. It's, it's, um, you, you could, you can do it with eggs. You could do it with, uh, like, like you could do a, like a breakfast version of it with eggs and sausage. You could do it just with, a you know, a bratwurst or, or whatever. Um, but it's all about that peppercorn sauce. So yeah, it's something that I, cool. I've tried it and, and, and made and it, it's, it's really, really good. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, I also have a, a Star Wars, uh, baking book. It's these, uh, it is called the, where is it? It's uh, Star Wars Galactic Baking and it and it came mm. with, it came with like cookie cutters. Um, it's kind of like oh, a, neat. a book, yeah, a book that came with like, it's like a little set. It's like a book and the cookie cutters. Um, so I've made, you know, some Star Wars cookies with my daughter. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. If you go, I mean, gosh, if you go on Amazon, there's going to be a plethora of Star Wars cookbooks, both like official, unofficial, and uh, there's going to be sort of a limitless. I have a couple of the official ones too that are actually pretty, pretty darn good. So we we have the um, the, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge official Black Spire Outpost cookbook. And uh, we've done two or three recipes out of this and they are all solid now they're a little bit more challenging when it's the when you get the official cookbook it's a little bit more serious uh cooking sure. that you're talking about so you, there's some ingredients maybe that aren't that aren't your typical ingredients um but i definitely recommend it it's it's been really good uh we've gotten a couple of different things out of there and then we have one we haven't really used this one much yet but we have a life day cookbook it's the official holiday recipes from a galaxy oh, far, wow. far away 
So it's got like gingerbread Wookiee cookies in it and um, <laughs> a couple of a couple of different, different spice drinks that you can have. And, and the great thing is, is that they're all, you know, they're all themed. So they all have like this story to them. Uh, sometimes it'll tell you a little bit about the, you know, where it comes from in the park. Uh, and then uh, this one, too, the, the thing I like about the official ones, too, is that they also rate the difficulty of what you're making. And so, oh, great. You can find like an easy recipe that your kids can help you out with, or you can do one of the harder recipes and, and try and make it look like a, a real Star Wars plate uh, that you're bringing out if you're doing a party or, or a themed event or something like that. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I love, like, I have a, my wife and I love cookbooks and, and we collect a lot of them. So I think I'm definitely going to have to add some more Star Wars ones to the collection. Um, yeah. The official and, ones uh, are really pretty too. That's the other thing that I really like about them. <laughs> yeah. I know nice you showed pictures. me the, the, the cover. Yeah. Just the covers look, look, look awesome. Yeah. yeah. And they're well put together too. So you, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to be able to use this one for a while. And it's got a lot of, a lot of good uh, color pictures in it. And then, um, the, 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 the ingredients are listed out and the, the, the descriptions and process are, are, are good, but they also have all that backstory. Like sometimes it's in universe, sometimes it's park related, but it's uh it's all really good stuff. That's great. And, uh, and yeah, I just saw that, um, uh, Ashley Eckstein is, uh, you know, the voice of Ahsoka on, uh, the clone wars. Uh, she is coming out with a, a book called star Wars every day. A year of activities, recipes, and crafts from a galaxy far, far away. So I think that you can pre-order it now, but it's coming out in October. Um, nice. So, I mean, that's probably something I'm going to definitely buy. <laughs> I, you know, we all love Ashley, and uh, and that's probably something that, you know, I, I can already see just from the cover. There's a bunch of stuff I could do with my daughter. Um, oh, yeah. It looks like she she has, like, a, some sort of gingerbread house thing going on some bracelets yeah that, that, that just sounds really cool Very um, cool yeah and you know speaking of things that are coming up uh august 5th star wars lego star wars summer vacation is coming out yeah um and uh again if you have young young you know young ones uh getting them into lego star wars whether it's the the the, the show the movies the games Oh, the games are amazing, by the way. You think like they're not just for kids. Like I've played the Lego games. They're they're really fun. They're really, yeah. really and fun. And they're not just for really Star Wars fans either. They're they're right. goofy and irreverent and and wonderfully put together and and tell a great story that's parallel to the story of, <laughs> of Star Wars. So yeah, sure. <laughs> highly, highly recommend the uh, Lego Star Wars games for sure. Yeah. So so kind of yeah, look out for that August 5th. Uh, the trailer is out. You can go and watch it. It it looks hilarious like all the other ones i really enjoyed the halloween special that came out last year um so looking forward to that speaking of lego if your kids are into lego at all there are of course yes infinite numbers of lego sets that you can get for your kids that are star wars themed and i all all the way from just just you know like a couple of figs and a, a little setting for them to be fighting in or something to the millennium falcon that's like you know the holy grail yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> and 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 that's probably one that that's not for your kids that's that's for you you're getting that for you and and of course and telling yourself it's for your kids <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly uh, but, you gotta justify but, you know, it somehow exactly yeah yeah well it, it is lego so it's pricey uh but but the thing about lego is that you put that set together and it is it's solid it's well built it's got 
lots of neat little features to it that are telling a story in and of itself. Uh, and then the great thing about Lego is if you drop it and it falls apart, you can always just put it back together. You don't have to have a, a bunch of glue, and, you know, you <laughs> don't have right. to have a, a crying child, at least not for very long. When, once you explain to them, no, it's OK, we can just put it back together. It's all right. Nothing's actually broken. <laughs> it just fell apart. We can just just smush it back together. You're good. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, before we wrap up, are there any other ideas or uh, anything else? Any final thoughts on uh sort of star wars summer activities no i just i think um you know one of the one of the things to keep in mind too is that doing this stuff during the summer is great because this is the the thing i think we tend to forget with the rolling cycle currently of star wars stuff is that star wars was a summer movie right it was the original uh yes. summer movie and yeah that's that's kind of the idea is to go in watch a movie at the beginning of the summer get inspired and go out and play as that thing all summer and that was you know me growing up that was uh, my friends growing up was we we would go we would watch this stuff we would get really inspired by it we would go out and be jedi or rebels or uh imperials for the summer and that was and, and we just threw ourselves into it and i think we lose some of that currently because there is so much stuff that we do that's you know indoors and that's more uh, you know, watching the show and, and getting involved with it that way and learning about it. And we forget to just let our kids go outside and, and kind of like, and play as those things. And it, if you can be that parent that goes and plays with the kids that way, you know, go teach your kids to do like, uh, if, if you want to be really awesome, set up a course in your backyard. That's like a Jedi training course, Right. Give yes. them pull through the lightsabers, throw some foam balls at them, have them do jumps and, and rolls and all that kind of stuff and train them to be Jedi, you know, and, and talk about how, when you went to Jedi school and share that experience <laughs> with them, you know, and they will absolutely love that. You are parenting right. That is great. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I learned a lot today from you. Just, <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take that with me. Um, but yeah, that's great. With that, um, before we let you guys go, uh, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create Secrets of Star Wars, including Matt L., Joe D., Marshall B., Catherine O., and Kathy F. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the Secrets of Star Wars and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secrets of Star Wars and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Star Wars. You can email us at starwars at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. Or join our discord community at sqpn.com slash discord we'll be back next time when we'll be having a very special guest join us uh, if you're a fan of the audiobooks specifically star wars audiobooks uh then there's a good chance you're familiar with the voice of one mark thompson who's voiced many star wars favorites such as the thrawn trilogy we're very excited and honored to get the chance to chat with him so make sure you tune in for that until then thomas thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of star wars been great 
Once again, I'm Andrew. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Star Wars on StarQuest. <laughs>